And it is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on KTOX 1340 AM. Now with FM 104.1. Lots to talk about today. This is the Rob Hansen Radio Program with Radio Rob right here on KTOX 1340. Now with FM. Yep. 104.1 FM. Welcome. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program. I am Radio Rob Hansen, and of course, joining me is Frank Costigan. Is that your name? That would be it today. I th- I thought you were just some guy off the street. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Hey, you want to you want to join us in uh, in our fun and frivolity for the next couple hours? You can always give us a call. What? 855-586-9134. It's easy. Just pick up the phone, start dialing. Nice, huh? What's that hum? I got a hum. It's not me. It's up there. That one. It is actually yours. <laughs> That's all right, though. We'll uh, we'll we'll deal with it. Anyway, I stick my heart up there. You can hear it beating. <laughs> so Frank, I managed to uh, successfully turn fifty. You did? Yes, I well, did. Happy birthday last, the last other Wednesday. Day. And uh, as promised, oh, you quit smoking, I, but, I but quit. you still got that Gatorade. Gatorade. What is that? What? Mountain Dew. Believe what? me, that's a lot better. For what you Mountain Dew they get that Dew from? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I'm I am now vaping. Yeah. Sounds like I'm Does it feel on different than cigarettes? Uh yeah, it's it's different. If you draw it like a cigarette, you end up choking yourself. So <laughs> well, that sounds like a good deal. Oh yeah. It's great. So what flavor are you vaping today? Uh well, the the only the only flavor I have right now is uh strawberry banana. Now is that an aroma or is that a taste? Uh, a little mixture of both. I Tastes suppose. like strawberries and bananas. Not really. <laughs> I'm I, I'm not sure. I mean, c- you forgot what they taste like. <laughs> you know what? And, you know that's that's the thing. You know, I've been smoking for so long. I forgot how much uh, what 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 stuff tastes like. So can you yeah. get uh, the aroma of pipe tobacco in that thing? <sighs> yes, you can. You can because get all, some really all, good all, pipe all sorts of yeah, all sorts of different uh, flavors and Morkum Riff. How about that? Morkum Riff. Yeah, it's an expensive one. Morkum Mindy, Nanu <laughs> Nanu. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, it kind of reminds me of you know somebody sucking on one of those bongs or you know water pipe. Or, or yeah, I never could get interested in that. What are those bars where you go to and they have these pipes you suck on? What do they call those? Hookahs. Huh? Hookahs. Hookahs. Yes. Why would anybody want to do that? A hookah bar? What's in that thing? Smoke? Well, it depends on what state you're in. <laughs> oh, no. If you're in Colorado, all bets are off. But, yeah. I mean, what, what, you just go sit around. <laughs> instead of drinking, you do a toke on something through water? Yes. I can't see uh, why anybody well, the, pay to do that. 
I don't know. Uh, you, uh, the state of California now has legalized marijuana, recreational marijuana. You might see them popping up all over the place. Yeah, but these people weren't smoking pot, you know, that I saw on the what, TV what, show. What were they smoking? Whatever else they put in those things. Tobacco. Probably banana strawberry. Uh, no, juice. no, no, no. <laughs> this, 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 uh, this, this doesn't use a flame. Oh. This is just, you know, gets oh, so heated up electronically. The hookah uses a flame? Yeah. You, you actually burn something. Hookah. Hookah, 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 hookah. Yeah, all right. Anybody knows what the hell we're talking about, go ahead and give us a call. <laughs> Set us straight. Or if you care about what we're talking about. Because <laughs> we don't. Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> anyway, coming up over the next couple hours, uh, guess guess where we're going, Frank? I don't know. Let's straight up the straight up the, uh, the uh, Highway 95 there, and we're going to land in the uh, Bullhead City Fire District. Oh, good. That's for a little bit. Oh, it's fun. Oh, yes. That's always going to be that. I, this article in the Mojave Valley Daily News was a hoot. Oh, I can't I, hardly I, wait. I, I read you some of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a hoot. Uh, best, best piece of comedy writing I've heard in, or read in, you know, quite a while, actually. You know, every time uh, one of these bond issues came up when I was in law enforcement, yeah, the, you start getting these directives from the chief's office. Slow down your responses. Let them wait a little bit so they'll vote in more people. It got so bad, you know, at the airport, as chief of airport police. Right. Certain traffic accidents at certain locations required LAPD's traffic division to do the report. That's the way the city charter was. Charter was laid out. Well, so we call, we got a... A major traffic collision blocking the entrance to the international terminals Uh on a highway and serious injuries, one death, and we call LAPD as required. Then we had to start rerouting traffic. I mean, it was quite involved. It took them two hours to get there. And I knew they were just stalling. And and this was because there was a bond issue. Yeah. Okay. They were saying they're shorthanded. They, and when you call in a burglary, they'd mail you a burglary report to fill out. So instead of keeping the street blocked. <laughs> do, it, do, it, do it yourself, crime investigation. Instead of leaving the cars yeah. where they were blocking traffic and all that, right? I had to move to open that road up. Here comes this motor cop from LAPD having a fit about it. You can't. I said, don't tell me what I can do or I can't do. If you'd have got off your butt and got out of that donut shop and got over here and done your job, I wouldn't have had to do this. Okay. Then later his sergeant and then his lieutenant came down to talk to me. Mm -hmm. I said, look, I I know where you guys are sleeping. I said, I've been down here at midnight. I go behind that church up there off the side of the airport, and there's five patrol cars in there, two guys sleeping, and one guy on watch. So don't give me this stuff. There's nobody available. I every from then on, whenever I made that call, I got immediately immediate service. <laughs> it is the Rob Benson Radio Program right here on KTOX 1340 AM. We'll be back right after these very short local messages, just in time to hear Frank say, "We're talking to Oatman." 
Ooh, Oatman. This is another <laughs> little controversy brewing. Oh, my goodness gracious me. To that they got a lot of nice girls. I'm racing. That's right. You can go get your kicks on Route 66. Uh, you know, right out here, right in front of the station, too. Runs Route 66. Yeah, that dust we get in here once in a while? Yeah. That's Route 66 dust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure the hell ain't angel dust. Oh. Well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on KTUX 1340 AM. Now with FM 104.1. You can listen to us. A variety of different ways. Of course, uh, any mobile device that you have uh, internet access on, you can go to uh, ktox1340.com and listen. Or you can get in the chat room, same yeah. place. Well, yes, you can get in the chat room. Uh, an- a-, a matter of fact, Anonymous uh, 256 had something to say about your story. Really? Yes. Uh, Frank's story equals bad use of taxpayer money. Yeah, by LAPD. Yes. Well, guess what? They lost <laughs> that election. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't surprise me. Because you. they pissed off the whole community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see here now. 855-586-9134 is the phone number. I don't know. All right. I'm trying to trying to get this going here. But anyway. The, uh, the Oatman Gossip Column. Oh, my goodness, Oatman. Here we go. There's a site called... Oatman Burroughs of Oatman, Arizona. Mm -hmm. It's one of many for the town of Oatman. And for those that don't know, Oatman is a living ghost town, former mining town. Well, it still is a mining town. And it's over 100, 150 years old, depends on who you talk to. Well, there were miners, you know, the kind you see in the movies Mm -hmm. with the burrow behind them carrying all the sacks of gold. Well... A lot of those burrows, when the guys got tired of mining, they just turned them loose in the desert. And they propagated, and now there's like 3,400 of them out there. Although the Bureau of Land Management is supposed to manage them, they've kind of dropped the ball on it. Because there's only, they say there's less than 1,000 that is the ideal size of the herd. Mm-hmm. Well, some of these burrows got smart. And started going to town so that the townspeople would feel sorry for them. So people would start feeding them. They got water camp places there. Mm-hmm. So every day, a handful up to maybe 20, 30, train, they're, they're wild burrows. But they've been trained to follow tourists around and beg for food. 
So, you know, it's a novelty, and over a half million people a year come to Oatman just to do that. But there's a problem with them. You know, these are wild animals. Uh, when the jennies are in season, the jacks go berserk. And I've got videos, and I've seen them chasing each other around town. And you don't want to step in. The, it's like getting in the way of a <laughs> out-of-control freight train with four legs. So one particular business, the museum there, is a spot where the borough, one of the spots the boroughs like to hang around and crap all over the front door. They break the windows when they're fighting with each other. They, they chew the wood. They eat the things that are outside, you know, merchandise to sell. The displays. Yeah. yeah. So here's what this woman writes. The lady who owns the museum was very nasty about feeding burrows. It gets bad when the main attraction is burrows and the store owners do not want visitors to feed them. It's very disturbing. Besides, the museum is a real eyesore and all broken down. Worse than the burrows. Well, that was the beginning of about 50 comments back and forth. And uh, Amber writes, as far as you can uh, call it a rundown museum... It's one of the last few original buildings still standing. It is registered. Therefore, not much can be done to restore it and make it have curb appeal. The burrows often get close to the windows and break them, which uh, are very difficult to repair because of the age and the type of glass that was used. Please, I encourage you to visit the kettle corn wagon and feed the burrows there. And when popcorn is in season comes up, it's the best damn kettle corn in town. Believe me, you won't be disappointed. Sorry for your negative interactions with a few of the shop owners. Again, shop owners do not want burrows in their walkways as they have to clean up the burrow poop, too. Burrows try to enter the stores, break things, eat the merchandise, and etc. Best of luck to all who visit Oatman. So I said, well, thanks for the comments, Amber. The boroughs have broken the windows many times. They have also destroyed the front of the building and make regular deposits of dung at the front door. So then Bren, B-R-E-N, mm-hmm. says, the boroughs can be destructive. Ask me about the time Jackie, that's a borough, pulled my whole table <laughs> Pull this stuff right out of the wagon. Yeah, to see what, what a mess. Right, the front end of a car. Yeah. Well, anyway, going on and on. Then these people are getting mad because I posted that. So she says, uh, Burrows are wild animals. She was just having a bad day. Uh, you don't know her unless you've worked in her shoes. We love the burrows. Yes, they can be a pain in the butt sometimes. But stop spreading one person's bad day like they hate the donkeys. That was some char. Anyway. So, I, it, so in other words. It, this it, keeps it going was, on was, and on. It was uh, posted on Facebook and it blew up. Yeah. Well, now, here's some, some of this stuff is really funny. People are having, this is from Jolene, not my daughter. Oh, okay. Now, people have 
have strong opinions. I'm glad you were posting. The boroughs have been coming to open for over 100 years. I talked to an old man in 1998. He said when he was a kid in Oatman around 1908, uh, he fed the burrows here. He gave me a photo of him in a, as a small boy standing in a cabin with his mom in a burrow. In 1937, there was a burrow named Hoover, probably after the president, <laughs> that was blind. <laughs> when some And some kids got to it. They, uh, Dad said they could keep it. They treated it with boric acid for a long time, and it regained its eyesight. The burrow would not stay out of the neighbor's yard and would eat the woman's nylons off the clothesline. <laughs> the neighbor shot and killed Hoover over the nylon stockings. The story is but one, and it's in the Kingman Museum. The locals like to say they haven't been coming into town for many years, but we know that's wrong. Well... Then here comes Glenda Williams. You know who that is? She's the wife of the former mayor of Needles. We were up there one day, and the donkeys were aggressive, knocking uh, us over and being scary. I guess uh, the no-feed policy is just for protection. We haven't been back. Scared the kids to death. Not just one, but there was four or five that were badgering us. And more watching to see. <laughs> Jesus is funny. If if we put out, in other words, food. The whole lot was scary, very much. My grandson was in the stroller. <laughs> we had to stay inside the stores, the weirdest thing ever. Lived here 34 years and never experienced anything like it. Oh, my gosh. Well, you, you got to watch out for those anyway, ones, you know. Go to Oatman. Just be cautious. <laughs> Stay out of the front doors of businesses if you want to feed the animals. Well, it is the, <laughs> it is the Rob Hansen radio program right here on KTUX 1340 AM. Now with FM 104.1. We'll be back right after these local messages. KTOX Needles. Welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader. Now, for sure. Definitely for sure. 
<laughs> KTX 1340. And, uh, well, now with FM, 104.1. Love it. And if you want to have real live talk radio in your community, tune us in. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you know, join Frank and Michael and Denise. Denise, Monday through Friday. 3 p.m. 3, 3 to 4 p.m. for the afternoon drive-by. Blink and you miss it. Literally. It is a fast-running show. It, we can't even talk fast enough to keep up with ourselves. <laughs> anyway, one more. I want to finish up that opening okay. thing real quick. Anyway, uh, somebody has posted that uh, the B, some new guy in the BLM is trying to get rid of all the boroughs, sell them to Mexico, have them slaughtered for their hides to be sent to China. Oh, come on. That's garbage. Well, this is a guy that runs a, a borough refuge in Texas. Uh-huh. Said that. Yeah. So we don't want that to happen. But then you got to look at, there's another town that has look at the source. Come on, man. (laughs) Look at the source. It's a borough rescue guy. He would really rather have the borough so he could sell them to Mexico so they could return the glue. Dog food. Whatever. Anyway, there's another town that has wild animals running it in California. (laughs) Really? Now, this one. Wild animals running it. I mean, this has its benefits as well. Okay. The town of Fair Oaks up there, Sacramento. Oh, the chickens? The chickens. Oh, that's right. Somebody turned chickens and roosters loose there 100 years ago or whatever. You know, I think we, t- I think we, we talked, we talked about, about this, this. Uh, about a year and a half ago or something. Like that. But I didn't know about it. And I, sh- I show up at Fair Oaks, and every store I go in, there's like a dozen chickens in the way. Well, let's go to the phones. <laughs> KTUX, you are on the air. Thank you very much for talking about Hoover. He was a beautiful thing. He was white. And there is a picture of Hoover in the Oatman Museum, the one that is not funded by the county, state, or feds. Really? And if somebody wants to come dust off the picture, bring a dust cloth, and you're welcome to dust all you want to dust. Is that, that's not angel dust, though. <laughs> it's not angel dust. And it's really not burrow dust, but there is a nice big picture of Hoover in the store, and it is with a picture also of Helen Graves. She and her brother, Helen has long since passed in her late 80s. She was postmistress for years and years in Kingman. And she and her brother were the one that adopted Hoover as a little bitty colt. And she told me the whole story herself several times. And they gave me a picture. I had it enlarged, and it is in the museum. And anybody that wants to come and see Hoover, meet him, I'm certainly willing to let him enjoy Hoover. He was a delight when he was in when he was here. One of the first ones that were was made a pet, and naturally because of it, he became a pest to the other people that were, lived in the town. But thank you for recognizing Hoover. You're welcome. <laughs> and I enjoyed that story. Okay. Thank right. you very much. Thanks, Thanks for, for calling. Call. 855-586-9134 is the number you want to join in. So there's only one kind of poop I'd <laughs> that's worse than stepping in donkey crap. And that's chicken. Chicken, chicken yeah. With an S. Chickens. <laughs> but if you follow them around, you can get eggs. You know what? That's just foul. It is. It's foul. 
Hundreds and hundreds of them. You name the color, they got it. Fair Oaks, California. If you're ever up that way, you owe it to yourself to stop in. For the chickens. That's, I mean, you can't eat the chicken. I don't even know if they have a Colonel Sanders there. But, I mean, it's neat. Watch them. They're in the trees. They're in the bushes. They're in the streets. They're Go everywhere. Back. Go back to the phones. KTOX, you are on the air. Hi, this is Kenny and Yucca. Hey, Kenny and Yucca. How you doing? Pretty good. You know, when I, back in uh, 1950, 51, we used to live in Fair Oaks. And I, I never heard anything or saw anything about any chickens in Fair Oaks. You're the guy that let them out, aren't you? Just before he left. <laughs> right. Just when you left, yeah. turn your chickens loose. <laughs> They got city ordinances against bothering those chickens. I, I have a question about uh, burrow dust. <laughs> it's 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 illegal in in thirty nine of the fifty states. Are you supposed to sprinkle it on your Twinkies or snort it? <laughs> I, I, think, I don't know, but maybe maybe put it in your uh, your your vape and. Vape I, I think the museum has a. Handout sheet on that. <laughs> Instruction oh, <okay>. sheet. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll call up and let us know. Yeah. Oh, no. I'll tell you what. Why don't you just stop in the museum and ask for the for the information pamphlet? Yeah, there you go. That's well, the best way to get If I could find a place to park, there's always a bunch of burrows in the way. Well, plenty of parking in Oman. Just... How far are you willing to Just, walk? Yeah, to get, up, get there early. <laughs> yeah, get there early. All right. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> 855-586-9134. Mm. That's just, oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, you know what? Maybe Bullhead City needs something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. They got pigeons. So uh, last night. You you didn't you didn't get any of that storm that hit that blew through. Uh... I got all the warnings. Uh huh. I went outside and I could see the whole sky lit up, but there was no clouds over my house. You know, speaking of warnings, for the last two days, the the warnings that I've been getting one day was in German, the next the next was in Japanese. Really? Uh huh. And then it's and then it suddenly switched to uh, to uh, Spanish. I mean, the warnings I got over my phone. What the? What's heck? your area code? Nine two eight. Is it? Yes. Well, mine. Yeah, my nine, area code seven zero seven, which was up in the Bay Area. I wonder if the kids. But I, I get all I'm the be, local I'm warnings. To, I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if my kids are playing with my language settings. Yeah, probably. Well, I, oh, you know what? Except it, when it, that word came across, it says, look out, Tijuana. Look <laughs> 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 oh, God, Frank. <laughs> look. What? <laughs> okay. So we got a, a <laughs> suggestion here. Because a lot of boroughs are hit by cars. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in fact, one one of the famous Oatman boroughs was killed a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. That wasn't Lapier, was it? 
No. Okay, good. Cookie. No. And she was pregnant due in three weeks. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah. Anyway, so Jess sends me a message and says, what we need to do is get BLM to put reflective collars on these burrows. Now, hang on a second. Now, so we, you can see them at night. Mm-hmm. No, we, we've, we've had this discussion before. <laughs> I know it. Except your, yours was blinking LED collars. Yeah, because that's what I used to put on my cat when I lived in Bullhead City. Because mm-hmm. he used to go roam the hills at night, and that's the only way I could see him. But what would be funny is when he'd be walking down the side of the road with that triangular red flashing light mm-hmm. on his collar, and people scared to stop trying to figure out what that was. <laughs> oh, my. my goodness gracious me. <laughs> We're going to head on off to our uh, last break of this hour. We'll come back. We'll uh, talk about the storm that uh, nearly blew Bullhead away. Yeah, and blew the lights out as well. Oh, blew the lights out not once but twice. We'll be back after these local messages. KTOX 1340 M, Tri-State's undisputed talk leader. You keep saying when you ought to be a changing. Now what's right is right, but you ain't been right yet. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader. Yeah, that'd be KTOX 1340 AM. No doubt about it in my mind. Broadcasting live. And worldwide local. on the Internet. We've got... <laughs> I, and looking at the map, we've got a big audience in New Jersey this season. Uh, do we, really? Oh, yeah. My goodness gracious me. Anyway, welcome back. Okay, you know, we, 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 we've had a, a request... From a from a listener who sent Frank a, a message, and uh, he he wants he wants to know the discussion that we discussed uh, was it a year and a half ago roughly yeah about the boroughs. Well, at the time, Bullhead City was having a real large issue with the boroughs getting hit on on, uh, on the, the parkway. parkway and on Highway ninety five and whatnot and so forth, and. Uh, you know, we, uh, we, we we discussed a variety of different solutions. But we also discussed the fact that BLM, Bureau of Land Management, <coughs> is in charge, and they have rules that you cannot touch those boroughs on the, on the parkway. <coughs> Bless me. you. Even if they get hit by a car. The BLM is responsible. The police can't do anything about it. You know, so the city... Put up those those signs advising people slow down burrows on the parkway, mm-hmm. and still people run into it. So it was discussed, you know, like somebody just suggested, put a collar on them, a reflective collar. Mm-hmm. But you know, you ever see trucks going down the highway and they have that 
red and white reflective tape. Right. It's about two inches wide, mm-hmm. maybe a foot long or two feet long. Yeah. It, well, I suggest we take those and put the white ones on the front hooves of the burrows mm-hmm. and the red ones on the back hooves of the burrows. So when they're on the road, we know what direction they're going. And we can see them. We can tell when they're moving and how fast. <laughs> how fast? And it's cheap. So, so we know we can avoid them. So to avoid them, yeah. Maybe we ought to make a recommendation to BLM. Well, you know, I get the volunteer group out there to do this. I also like the you know the idea of a you know a solar powered uh, rechargeable blinking collar. Well, that'll work. Mm-hmm. You know, red on one side, green on the other. So, you know. <laughs> Running lights. <laughs> no, but it is a shame that. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe, maybe uh, uh, you know, a, a little blinker. Uh, not not a blinker, but a, a, a sounding device thing. Something, you know, like a ping. I don't know. Well, you know, a lot of truckers have these things installed on their trucks that send out a high-pitched noise that we can't hear mm-hmm. but it alerts uh, wildlife yeah they come running get the hell out of here oh <laughs> i don't know if it's putting out an sos signal or what but i don't know they it say is. it works does it okay so anyway that's what we talked about a year and a half ago yeah is is how to you know avoid hitting you know we talked about you know bringing digging uh Trenches underneath highway, uh, uh, under the road. Yeah. Let's go to the phone. KTUX, you are on the air. Hi, this is Kenny and Yucca. Again. <laughs> yes, I, I, uh, you piqued my interest with the uh, navigation lights. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, isn't it uh, red port and green starboard? I, I suppose. Does... I don't Google it. Does the does the uh, uh, jackass care? If, if you have red in back and white in front, you're going to confuse confuse, confuse all the boat operators and everything. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, red red on one side. Uh, literally. Oh, okay. Well, we can right get green one. Left side, you know. And we can green get green tape. One. And uh, and what is that? Uh, uh, a white light on the back end. Yeah, an anchor light when there's yeah. not <laughs> Anyway, all right, Katie. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a beacon, a beacon, a beacon, a beacon. That's right. You know, the, all they need to do is like tune the radio to a certain thing, and if the if it starts getting louder, you're getting really close to one. Well, actually, we should make them sound like a freight train. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I I was up there by the. <laughs> The fire station, and, and about a dozen burrows passed me, and they're all friendly, with big ones and little ones, mostly girls, I guess. Well, here comes this, this Jack who missed the boat, and he's thundering up the road right at me, full bore with his mouth, whatever that noise is, hee-haw. I mean, it scared the hell out of me. Anyway, I ran around my car, and he did, too, until he figured out I wasn't a Jenny. <laughs> anyway, later, you I saw should, him up in town. You should have him your glasses. <laughs> I saw him up in town 
and he found the Jennies. We'll just let it go at that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. But there is that one, you know, lop-eared, the, the king of the tribe up there. Yeah. The, the, uh, well, we, we promoted him to uh, fire chief yeah. until we actually got a good fire chief up there. Now, yeah, he's, but now he, he's just mayor. Yeah. <laughs> we made him the honorary fire chief of Oatman. But this guy learned that if he stands in the middle of the road and lifts up his leg like he's uh, gone lame, everybody stops and feeds him. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. I feel really bad for him, too. They're smart animals. No denying it. Anyway, back to the weather. Yeah. Let, you know, we, oh, yeah. We, we, got, we got smacked in Bullhead City. Well, but, you know, I saw a thing from chloride mm-hmm. that they were sending it our way. <laughs> they said we're sending it with 60 mile an hour winds, yeah. thunder, and uh, lightning. lightning and rain. Oh, yes. Well, lightning first, then the thunder. Well, all I saw from my vantage point was clouds and beautiful. Was sp- spectacular light, light show. show. Yeah. yeah. It's almost as good as the fireworks show that'll be at the RV tonight as soon as it gets dark. That's assuming we don't have, you know. Uh, Hundred gazillion mile an hour winds <laughs> blowing serenely through the valley. So, I heard different parts of Bullhead were without power. Yeah, the uh, the north uh, north end of Bullhead was without power for a couple of hours last night. Uh, the central part of Bullhead was without power uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, yesterday morning, yesterday afternoon, and uh, about eleven thousand. Wow. Subscribers, you know. Well, I was getting out of out of juice messages on the Costigan report mm-hmm. all evening and all night, wanting updates from me on what the power company was doing. <laughs> like they report to me. <laughs> well, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they did. <laughs> oh my goodness! But no, yeah, yes. But I y- heard some trees blew. Th- were blown down. Uh, oh well, there was a really nice picture uh, into this morning's paper. I'll get it. I'll get it. I left it in the car. I'll get it for you. You know, some battered battered guy with his uh, pontoon boat flipped over. Oh, was that on Dyke Road? I I don't remember. I, oh, I saw I saw the picture that was you know, seriously messed up. But, you know, wind well, picked it up. Flipped oh around. well, late afternoon. I got notice from uh, the Bullhead City Crime Site, mm-hmm. Crime and Information Site, that a truck lost its trailer on Dyke Road, and it went head on into a, a bunch of pedestrians. So I, I I know somebody was hurt, but I don't know any more detail. You know, I he just got to love the Mojave Valley Daily News. Why? I'm I'm going to read this last paragraph of you know, of the uh, power outage. During the outage, MEC's administration building was also impacted, where phone lines and other important communication infrastructure were disabled. Members who tried to contact MEC's administration administration offices likely heard a recording that their call could not be completed as dialed. All circuits are busy or received a busy signal. That's what I got. <laughs> why, why did you call? Because everybody wanted well, to know. Everybody wanted to know. Okay. They think I'm connected. Well, you are. Well, I know, but more than I am. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> <You're>, really? 
Well, you ought to try being me some weekend when there's a storm. Ah, you know this is true. <laughs> or a fire. Well, you've been there. We've done that together. Oh yes, we have. We we have. When the, when the when the willow fire. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was you know that was a that was a hell of a day. It was more than a day. I know that was a hell of a day. It started and never ended for me. Started and never ended. You know that. that that's uh, wow, neat. Anyway, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the fire bond issue in Bullhead City. In Bullhead City, fire. Yep. And Bullhead City Fire Department is not part of the city government. No, it is not. Unfortunately, yeah, just well, for, probably fortunately, it's not part of the city government. And of course, your phone calls eight five 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 eight six nine one three four. We'll be back after top of the hour news and everything else. This is the Rob Hanson Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader, KTOX 1340 AM. Now with FM 104.1, back as soon as we can. Welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program. More? Let's get started, shall we? It's the Rob Hansen Radio Program with Radio Rob right here on KTOX 1340. Now with FM. And welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program. I like that music. Oh, I love that music. Talk too. about it. Talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. You know what? <laughs> it's 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 a it's a lot better than uh, than that the one we had on the morning meltdown. It really is. Yeah, it is. I like the fact that there's a variety now. A variety of music. Well, we had a variety of music. Yeah, but we change every time now. No, it's. I mean, you had the boots are made for walking here a minute ago. Yeah. Well, that's bumper music. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had a variety of bumper music. We played I 60s. like that one because I, I... You knew her. Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> you, you mean this one? Yeah. Yeah. You keep lying when you ought to be truthing And you keep losing when you ought to not bet You keep saying when you ought to be a changing Now what's right is right 
Oh my goodness gracious. You know what this 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 song is so apropos to what we're gonna be talking about, the fireboard. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious me. Yeah. S- Sandy, anyway, thanks Sandy, for playing that. Sandy Sinatra, huh? Nancy. Or Nancy. Okay. You know all this. Oh, stuff. Blue Eyes' daughter, and it was not my blue eyes, the other one. <laughs> So, uh, fire officials are uh, starting to pitch the bond issue, uh, fire bond issue. For Bullhead for Bull- Fire Department. Yes, for the Bullhead City Fire Department. Bullhead City Fire Department leaders plan to take their message to the community. All good for them. Woohoo! Yeah, let's go to the phones real quick. <laughs> KTX, you are on the air. Hey, Rob. Uh, last week you mentioned... Uh, that you were going to try and quit smoking, and I've been hoping the best for you. What's going on there, bud? I've got I've got this uh, uh, this vaporizer here, man. You want to hear, hear me suck on it? Is it a bad subject to talk about, or what? Oh no, that's fine. No, it's oh, fine. Good. You know, it's it's I I'm 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 trying to suck on this uh, this vaporizer thing. I haven't quite got the hang of it yet. It chokes me up a little bit, but uh, the uh, it's an interesting flavor. Anyway, yeah, I know a couple of uh, uh, career smokers, and and that's the last thing they want you to do to even talk about it. To, you know, you know, because I guess whatever comes out of the end of a cigarette means more than air itself to them. But it's a rough <laughs> monkey on your back. I know it is a rough monkey on my back. I mean, I, I'll, I'll honestly, there there's something else in those cigarettes that I'm craving besides the oh, nicotine. Oh yeah, yeah, you know there is. Yeah, I, yeah, because the ones that apparently that they just used to roll right off of the out of the field, you know, they didn't have all that addictive stuff. Well, the nicotine yeah. itself is supposed to be, you know, yeah. worse than heroin, but you know, whatever. I, you know, I'm 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 bound and determined that uh, you know now that I'm now that I'm uh, half a century old, or as I, oh my goodness gracious me, Frank is showing me naughty pictures. No, that's Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> Anyway, very, I, I liked my story better. A very adroit listener sent me this. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, that's all I got. I'll, all right. I'll go back listening to you guys. Thanks. Hey, Bruce. Bye. Thanks yes, for calling. Yeah. You bet. You bet. I enjoy uh, this Sunday show. It's 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 good. Good. Okay, yeah. guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Oh, yeah. 855-586-9134. All right. Anyway, spit out that fireman's well, you story. You know the the thing is, you know here here's here's the long and short of it. Okay, Bullhead Bullhead City uh, Fire District says they're in trouble financially. Okay, uh, how now is they, that possible? They, well, the thing is, they've been they've been saying they've been in trouble financially for for a long, long time. Uh, what what was it? Uh, three years ago, they they came up with the. Uh, the ads on the back of the ambulances oh, yeah. and the fire trucks yeah. and whatnot. Remember, so they were, that was going to be their ride to the future. That was that was going to be the ride to the future, you know. And, and then you know this came along. Well, Rob, as you know, we had a heck of a fire last night on Highway 95 just south of Safeway. 
you can get great deals on your groceries every time you use your Safeway Preferred Customer Card. We had to roll out two units from two different station houses to get a handle on this massive fire. The responding units came from the Frontier Communications Firehouse Number 1, where if you don't have a Frontier phone, how are you going to call us for help next time your house is on fire? Oh, and the Bullhead Regional Economic Development Association Firehouse 2, bringing business to the greater Bullhead City area. First to arrive on the scene was the Home Depot ladder truck, where if you're in a great need for a tall ladder, Home Depot is the place to be. And we started laying down that 4-inch Ace Hardware fire hose, where Ace is the place with the helpful hardware man. We hooked up the Walmart hose nozzles, where you get everyday rollback prices, and started pumping massive amounts of Epcor water. Without us, we'd be thirsty and dry. And started to get a handle on things. Fire still under investigation by our Taco Bell fire investigation team. Run for the border, Rob. Oh my goodness! See that that was that was supposed to be the end all of you know our 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 money woes. But the problem with that particular program, mm-hmm. they started putting advertising on the side of responding emergency vehicles, right? And people are stopped at a red light. Start chasing the fire truck to finish the ad. I, I don't know. I didn't. Oh, you know, I know. And then the ambulances, you know, they thought, well, on the way to the hospital, let's advertise no. forest lawn mortuaries. No, that's at the top. At the top. Inside. <laughs> inside at the top. <laughs> well, you know, here, here's the thing, okay? On, on the back of these ambulances, uh, they have, uh, uh, what's that, uh, Wormsey. Yeah, the hospital. A hospital adds, you know, signs of a heart attack are rarely this clear. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it so many times, I know the ad. Well, I know. I've, I've seen people yeah. st- stop the fireman's. Wait a minute, I want to finish reading that before you put me in there. Yeah. No. Do I get a discount for advertising on the way to the Code 3 emergency? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that was supposed to be the end all. Now, now uh, apparently. According to uh, fire officials and the fire board and everybody else, uh, they are wanting to put a $16.7 million bond issue that would raise money for station improvement and new apparatus. Projects on the list include a new fire station at the Laughlin Ranch subdivision. Uh, renovation of fire station number two. Wasn't that the... Uh, Remember what it was, <laughs> and three pumper trucks and a ladder truck. Uh, projects also a pro- project list also upgrades in communication personnel, protective equipment, and patient care in other areas. All right, and this is according to the uh, uh, Mojave Valley Daily News. You can find that on their website. That's a news release from the fire department to the newspaper. Yeah, this is a this is a story by Rod Caton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, they're, they're, like I said, this is a really good comedy piece. You've got to read. It, it. is. You've got to read each you, one. You, you so got, I can. You've got to read. You've got to read each item. Yeah, I know. But you know, I've I've got a bunch of it uh, underlined. You know, so some of this. But you know, fire districts in Arizona are permitted to adopt property tax increases up to uh, what uh, 3.25% three, $3.25 per $100 of assessed valuation. Mm-hmm. Yep. And according to uh, Chief Southey, uh, about 40% of the state's fire districts are now at that cap. That's right. <clears throat> oh, okay, great. 
He also said that uh, Bullhead City Fire District is one of three districts in Mojave County still below the cap in its 17, uh, 2017-18 uh, budget. How much is it? It includes say? a rate of three fifteen. $3.15. Well, they can go up 10 cents. They can go up 10 cents, but the thing is that raises property taxes. Well, you think that bond issue isn't going to raise oh, property I taxes? Oh, I understand this, Frank. I, I really do. This is why this is why this is this 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 comedy of of is is oh, it's hilarious. Anyway, that means we don't have much more before we uh before we're at an absolute cap, Salfie said. Our only choice is to cut personnel or find other ways to cut our budget. No, wait a minute. If they're getting by, listen to me. If they're getting by now on three dollars and fifteen cents, and they can still raise it ten cents, yeah. why are they going to have to cut back on the number of personnel? That wow. makes no sense. Bullhead City, and this is according to, uh, to them. Bullhead City uh, Fire District hasn't been able to keep up with the capital costs because of the financial crisis that started in 2008 and the, two, and the 2012 ballot initiative that limited tax revenue growth for fire districts to 5% annually, said the administrator said. See, it's all our fault because we yeah. voted for it. You know, voted not, you know, like lose our property to uh, taxes. <sighs> In, uh, the effects, I mean, the total valuation of the of fire district's boundaries has fallen from $553 million in 2008 to $261 million in 2015, which I am somehow just really I'm having trouble buying with that. that. But if you have a good financial year, it could go back up to $550 million well, in the valuation. Well, the thing is, that's, that's, uh, they, they stopped counting at 2015. What happened to 2016? Yeah. That was just last year. What 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 happened to uh, you know this year? Well, I guess this year isn't over yet, so we can't count that one. It's you know pretty close. I mean, things are coming back. There's growth in uh, that district. You know, that's the thing. I there, mean, there's growth. The building permits are up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but I do know. I do know this. We've got to go to a break real quick. We'll be back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader, KTOX 1340 AM, now with FM 104.1. Join us, 855-586-9134, back after these local messages. Get down, Frank, and boogie. It's the village people? It is. Most certainly is. Yeah, joy to the world. Joy to you 
and me. Yeah. Welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Reader, KTUX 1340 AM. And uh, back back to the fireboard stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is just this is hilarious. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> I mean, I haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet. Probably. I want to hear the good stuff. Oh, I haven't even gotten the good stuff yet. I mean, this is. Yeah. And just so we all know, mm-hmm. we're pro firefighter here. Oh, absolutely. This has nothing Absol- to do with the boots absolutely. on the ground. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We're just, you know. We're we're also pro live within your budget. Yeah. I mean, come on, really? Okay. Anyway, uh, also, uh, Assistant Chief Neil Scott chimed in, and uh, he said uh, the department has put put off some capital spending to concentrate on maintaining service levels, as call volume has grown. To ten thousand a year, ten thousand calls a year. My goodness gracious! He said it's uh, beginning to show the apparatus fleet uh, is aging, with some vehicles past their planned active life cycle, and one past the time where it should have been discontinued from even reserve use. Neil said that one in four fire district residents makes a call for service. And this is where it really starts getting strange. Compared to one in eight in New York City. <laughs> Why are they comparing it let's, to New York let's, City? Let's, let's, let's uh, compare some big apples. Why not ch- to Bullhead Why City? not do L.A. County or L.A. Oh, City? Oh, uh, or needles. There are needles. <laughs> you know, I, I, I had to go and do a, uh, a Google search earlier. Or you know how many pe- how many people live in New York City? Eight and a half million. Darn close. You know, eight point five three five million people live in New well, York been City. Propagating since I left. Now you know to our to our best estimate, uh, Bullhead City Fire District supports about thirty two thousand residents. Yes. Okay. Now thirty two thousand is. Three one-hundredths of a percent of New York City. Bullhead City, the district. So three, three one-hundredths. Well, you had just said earlier that they responded 10,000 calls a year. Yes, 10,000 calls a year. Okay, mm-hmm. and that includes the ambulance services. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, all that broken down is 27 runs a day. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that probably 60 to 70% of that is ambulance-only calls. Possibly, but, the, you know, they usually, you know, they, usually the inter- roll a, inter- they usually roll a truck along with an ambulance yeah, call. but a lot of them are the interdistrict transfers, where they're taking a non-emergency patient from one hospital to another. Now, do they count that as a call? Yes. An emergency call? Yeah. yeah. How's that an no, emergency? No, he didn't say emergency call. Well, he, yeah, he did. Well, he's fudging a little bit. Okay. He's, that's how many calls you get. Oh. Those are responses, whether they're code three or two or, or you walk. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen some of the equipment, most of the equipment that Bullhead City Fire Department has. And it, it all looks first line to me. And, you know, those... Firemen, they're not sitting there watching TV all day. They're out there maintaining these equi- pieces of equipment. 
Yeah. They're babied. They're polished. I mean, they don't even let water spots get on. That's how they protect this equipment. And that's why it lasts so long. Mm -hmm. It doesn't wear out like your car or your taxi cab. We're not gonna we're not gonna get in that one. No, <laughs> boss is listening. Anyway, uh, he says anyway. Our usage far exceeds the tax base. It's only so long before something's got to give. And what's giving is our ability to deliver service the way people expect us to deliver it. Yeah, that's another. Well. When Dave Hayes was here, mm-hmm. he was chairman of the fire board in Fort Mojave Mesa. Right. Yeah. And he looked at the uh, chain of command from that department, and he says it's overloaded at the top. Top heavy. Yeah, because the top heavy guys aren't out there with a hose putting out a fire. Mm-hmm. And they're not down there giving somebody CPR usually. So if you need to cut back, the most costly part of it is labor, and the most expensive labor is, is the guys that aren't responding to the calls. Voluntary cut in, uh, I don't know. Well, just through wages. attrition. Don't, you know, as people leave in those non-emergency uh, positions, don't fill them. That's tasty. Hey. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, he said, uh, he said, he went on to say the bond issue comes after about a year of soul searching. What are they searching for? <laughs> Their soul, obviously. An excuse? How are we going to screw the tax papers into voting this one in? Again, oh, this is no God. reflection on the firefighters themselves. You know, here here's a here's another one. You know, the, the election will be by mail-in ballot. Uh, all ballots received by the county authorities, 7 p.m., November 7th. Uh, Southie says he'll believe uh, that there will be a drop-off box at the Mojave County Library on Election Day only. The bond will be pay, placed before voters a year after we just got done spending $35 million with the Colorado River Union High School District for a sports facility. Well, I think what happened, they saw that that passed. They thought, we better jump on this man. Well, you know, the thing is, you know, nobody wants to see the fire department suffer. But But they're not suffering. They're not really all that suffering. They're not not, suffering at all. you 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 don't see the, you know, the firefighters out there picketing, you know, saying, you know, better wages or we're going on strike. No, only in Flagstaff. Only in Flagstaff. Well, that was... And I was on that picket line. (laughs) 855-586-9134. But uh, Neil said this bond has to stand on its own merit. He added that some factors have aggravated opponents of the school board are absent. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the school board. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing, okay? That bond has to be paid back. It's being paid back through an, another another little assessment on your property. Tax. In addition to the... In, a, in addition to the, the, the already... Oh, you know, in addition to the... Well, like here, right. the fire department, in addition to your fire... Tax, mm-hmm. 
There's also a bond issue. Now, tax. Here's here's what'll happen. I guarantee it. Once they get the bond passed, they're going to jack that right to the 325. Boom. Well, they're going to do that anyway. Yeah, I know. But but the 325 isn't going to pay back this bond issue. Oh, no, no, no. The bond issue is a separate thing, which gets paid back through your taxes. Yeah, for 20 years or 30 years, whatever the agreement is. is. Yeah. What are they going to buy with this money? Does it have an outline? Well, yeah. Yeah, it's a fire station at at, uh, Laughlin subdivision up north. On the, that was supposed to yeah. be given to them by that subdivision. Yeah, something like that. Before they went bankrupt. The prior district's governing, yeah. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 capital needs. Uh, project list uh, uh, includes new fire station, Laughlin Ranch subdivision, renovation of fire station number two, three pumper trucks, and a ladder truck. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you holding Well, yes. And they've got two ladder trucks now. Mm-hmm. And some say you only need one. I don't know. We got uh, why do you need three? We have tall buildings around. And it's, when, here's the problem. When you get another fire truck, mm-hmm. you need a crew. Right. Because they're not going to retire some of that equipment. They're not going to retire one of those ladder trucks. They're only a few years old. So that means you're going to have to man it with four more people on a 24-hour shift. That's going to take 12 people to make it work. Right. So naturally, your payroll's going up. Naturally. Don't know. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on KTUX 1340 AM. We'll be back right after these local messages. And, of course, your phone calls, 855-586-9134. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't want to be a buzz like I had last week. I must stay deep, because talk is cheap. I like Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and Rita. And as I continue, you know they're getting sweeter. So what can I do? I really bag you, my lord. To me, flirting is just like a sport. Anything fly, it's all good. Let me jump in, please in the trumpet. A little bit of Monica in my life. And welcome back. It is the Rob Hansen Radio Program right here on the Tri-State's Undisputed Talk Leader, KTUX 1340 AM, now with FM 104.1 on your FM dial. (laughs) Welcome back, Brink. Yeah, it's funny, you know, we're getting immediate feedback from people Mm -hmm. from around the country. Nice. And sometimes they say something not realizing, hey, Frank's going to pick this up and talk about it on the air. Uh Uh-oh. Where's that? I don't have it. I know that. Anyway, this out of New Jersey. Okay. Helen says, so Charlie, that's her five-year-old daughter, uh-huh. is in the bathroom yelling, Mom. I yell back, okay, wipe your butt first. I'll check it out. Well, apparently it set off Google Voice, and it proceeded to instruct on how to wipe a butt. <laughs> 
I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> I guess you can learn anything on Google. <laughs> How did we get by? <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I don't know if I should go to another commercial break so I can calm down or what. Holy cow. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) And now I'm in trouble. (laughs) Are you in trouble? I know I will be. Oh, you know. You (laughs) You weren't supposed to talk about that on the air, man. What's up? What's wrong with you? Yeah, well, it's hilarious. You know, we need phone calls about it now. 855-586-9134. That's right. We need your your advice on, you know, how to to wipe a toddler's butt. (laughs) Holy cow. Really? I forget what it was like to be that, have kids that young. I'm I'm almost ready, you know, to go go search Google to find out. Yeah, see what it tells you. Well, have it do it in voice (laughs) so you can hear it. I'm, I'm afraid to do it, Frank. The response to that is my patience is definitely being tested today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, Google. Advice on proper cleaning of a toddler's butt. Oh yes, here we go. It didn't. It didn't say anything, but uh, clean and green toddler cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) Echo friendly stain and odor remover. Yeah. (laughs) You you can you can get it for nine ninety nine from Amazon. Uh, uh, cleaning baby's messiest parts from Parents Magazine. Yeah. Really? Oh, you bet. Oh, hey! Ah, you know what? There's even YouTube videos on how to clean your baby's bottom. Really? Yes, there are, sure are. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did I get by? <laughs> how, did, how did you get by? Oh, top oh. baby bath tips. YouTube as well. Yeah, a lot, a lot of it. Five set uh, five steps to clean uh, to clean a bum. Teaching kids how to wipe. Well, how did we get on this topic? I don't know. I'm not sure either. Oh my goodness gracious! How to take a child's temperature, toddler? What age? Uh, at what age should a child be able to clean themselves? Please don't give me the answer because I, I raised two boys by myself. <laughs> I, I, I don't two, want to I find out now that I did it wrong. <laughs> you know what? You don't want to know. 855-586-9134 is the phone. Frank. 
All I'm, right. I'm, I'm, are we done with the fire department? Uh, for the most part. I, okay. Does anybody a, have go, any go, idea? Go, up to, uh, go, go to the uh, Ohio Valley, Valley Daily News website. Do you have any idea how much a fire truck costs? Uh, doesn't it depend upon the equipment? Well, it depends what it's for, the right. purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we were trying to fundraise for a for new fire One, apparatus. Yeah, for, for Omen. We had a really good idea, too. Yeah. Come to find out they do make them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> when I was at the airport, the most expensive fire truck at the time was an airport uh, firefighting vehicle. Mm-hmm. Crash fire rescue. 250000 Okay, and that was 1968. 78. 78, okay. So give, now, that, give that inflation, that's uh, roughly, that, that same thing should be what, $1.2 roughly thereabouts? About that. I mean, we're talking 800000 to $2 million. Okay. Depends what it is. Right. That's why they make those old trucks work. That's why you keep polishing them, maintaining them baby in them so that they are top of the line and you get your dollar value out of them well you know the you know according to the article it's like uh the, it makes you makes you feel like you know the 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 wheels are getting ready to fall no, off they're because not. of you know lack of maintenance or you know they're probably in better shape they, they than can't they half can't, the they can't afford the an axle <laughs> or new tires the, the, the tires may be showing their treads Tires are cleaned every week. Every time they come back from a fire, mm-hmm. they wash the tires before they go in the station. Well, they don't want to track mud in. No. That's why the tires are so clean. <laughs> if they run somebody over, they can get their DNA off. Oh, jeez. Frank, you're awful. <laughs> so so uh, an, uh, a ladder truck. How much would a ladder truck Three, three, four million. I I would say two to three. Depends on how how big it is, who makes it, and what its capabilities are. Well, it's got to be able to reach up to say like I don't know the Riverside. Well, the two they have now in Bullhead, I believe, are sixty five feet long. Mm-hmm. Okay, most departments when they order them, they get a hundred foot ladder. And for years that was as long as they came. Now they have some that you can get higher. But then you have to look at you know, and everybody thinks, well, it's only for rescuing people out of high buildings. That's only one of the many purposes of a ladder truck. Well, you know, I've seen ladder trucks uh, deployed just so they can spray water down from above. Yeah. Um, or uh, rescue you know. people or move people from one building to another without lowering them to the ground. Okay. There's a lot of things. But uh, what we used it for up in Flagstaff, we had a brand new American La France 100-foot aerial ladder. Mm-hmm. And we used to get false alarms over to the girls' dormitories at NAU. Well, I made sure I was on the end of that ladder going up because we got to look in all the windows on the way. And they used to entertain us pretty well. So that's another feature of having a big ladder truck in a university town. (laughs) I'm I'm shocked. Absolutely shocked, Frank. Let's go to the phones. K2X, you are on the air. Hey, you guys, what's going on? <laughs> oh, not not a whole not a whole lot, really. Yeah, well, uh, 
they're always quick to get for donations when there's a flood or a tornado or a hurricane in another country or another state. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, why don't they just put like a dollar uh, tax on the room service to go towards the fire department? You know, something like that. Good idea. You Good know? idea. You know, that way that pays for the fire department. Well, you know, there's you know, some... Get to, there are some places if the fire department responds on an auto accident, yeah, uh, they bill the fire department a separate bill for that service, and the car insurance pays it. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things they could do. You know, they could get out there with that boot again. You know, they just, I haven't seen them out there with that boot in a long time. Well, they they go out for what is it? Uh, muscular, yeah, muscular but you know, there's a lot of little things. I mean, you know, they they could, you know, it doesn't have to be a ton of money. People wouldn't even notice it. But you know, when you got you know thirty some thousand people, or you know fifty or eighty thousand in the whole area, that adds up. Well, the other thing is, you know, Clark County Fire Department in Laughlin had a ladder truck over there. I think it was an eighty-five to hundred feet. And they decided they didn't want to man it there anymore for cost. So so now they have Bullhead City Fire Department responding their ladder truck every time they have a call in one of those casinos. Uh, And and they're doing it for free. It's a mutual aid thing. Yeah, but but they said, what are we getting back for it? Mutual aid. Yeah, Yeah, that ain't right. Yeah, they need somebody. They should be sending them a bill every time they send a ladder truck. Yeah, you need somebody that could be in that, in that position where they could get something done, you know. Don't know. Well, there, there, you, but uh, you're right. There's a lot of things that can be done except, uh, you know, yeah. besides raising our property taxes, which are already ridiculously high to begin with. Yeah, maybe they could put some advertisement on the side of the donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because... The other day I seen I, the other day I seen a greyhound dog with a bus painted on its side. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right. <laughs> Bye. That's a. I like that idea. We're in reflective paint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the guy in the truck comes up to an intersection. And he's got a hitchhiker with him mm-hmm. and he says uh, anything coming because <laughs> the truck driver couldn't see to the right he saw oh, just a dog man so he pulls out and bam <laughs> the big bus hits him and he says I thought you said it was a dog he says well it's a greyhound <laughs> maybe we ought to put a toll on the Laughlin Bridge absolutely well getting, getting down close to the end here you know, tomorrow, last day of uh, Labor Day weekend, big party night tonight, fireworks at the Abbey. If, uh, you know, I, 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 wish, I wish it was required that everybody were tuned in right now. I wish. I think it is. Should be. Should be, right? Should be required. It is at my the, house. The state law, isn't, isn't it like? Three state laws. Anyway, I, w- I wish everybody in the within the sound of my voice. If you're going to go out and party tonight, take a cab, please. 
take a cab there, take a cab home. Because a DUI will cost you 100 times more than your largest cab fare. They say that a, a DUI, if you hire an attorney to defend you, mm-hmm. and the fines and everything, you're looking at $15,000. Ten to $15,000. That's, uh, that's the fines themselves, the interlock device to your car. It lost, lost, uh, lost wages because you're in jail. Possibly. And that's providing you didn't hit anybody. That, yeah. That's providing you didn't hit anybody. But if you, if you are, if, if you, if you want to go out and party up, please, by all means do so. Take a cab there. Take a cab home. Or, you know, worse, you know, I, I really dislike the designated driver thing. How many actually live up to being the designated driver and stay sober all night? I do because I don't drink. Period. But, <laughs> you know, it's, how, how many designated drivers? Well, you have your, your taxis. Taxis, a designated driver. You just pay them there, pay them back. They'll get you home. And if you happen to take your car there and you have a bunch of drink, well, call a taxi. Well, even help you come get your car the next day. I enjoy that. You remember casino cab. <laughs> <laughs> when you're making that phone call. But do it. Yeah, ser- seriously, though. Take a cab. Take a cab. You're and, saving, and just you're, so you're you saving know, somebody's life. You're Most likely your own. Biggest saturation for police department is this holiday. Oh, yes, I know. Yes, I know. Let's go to the phones. K2X, you are on the air. There's Tony again. Hey, Tony again. You know, I, I hear a lot of a lot of people, a lot, lot of call. Hang on, caller. You know, a lot, lot, lot of people. Hey, it's me again. How many, how many fam- family agains do we have? Especially in the tri-state. Go ahead, man. I think the last truly designated driver was Mother Teresa. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Could be. Yeah. I think after her, everything went downhill. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. All right. Bye. Eight five 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 eight six nine one three four. Got a got a couple of minutes left. You know, California was trying to change the hours of drinking, so instead of ending at two a.m., it would end at four a.m. It was a big battle for the last year over it, and it was defeated. Did not pass. Okay, so so don't sit there in that bar at two o one thinking you got two more hours. You don't. <laughs> of course, you have two more hours. Last call, you buy a bottle, you take it for the road. Kind of drunk are you, man? Don't you know this? It's it's kind of funny though, you know. All all up and down. Let's go back to the phones. K2X, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, you are on the air. You turn on your radio. Okay, here we go. Hey, uh, Frank, are you chummy with the program manager up there? At the station, yeah. Okay, I have a suggestion. Uh, I turn, uh, I switch the station uh, <clears throat> on Saturdays between three and six because I I can't stand the programmed. What was on? 
they play uh, the '60s music for three hours. Oh, I lo- the, the the real Don Steele. Yeah. Yeah, love that program. You don't like that? Ah, uh, three hours is way too long. <laughs> you know, an hour. <laughs> you, you, okay, you just want an hour. All right, we'll pass that on to the boss. Certainly will. Thanks for calling. Uh, I uh, listen to you guys faithfully. Thanks okay. a lot, man. Great. Thanks right. for your phone call. Thanks for calling. Bye. All right, bye. That's one against. <laughs> Got a few for. Huh? Got a few for that program. That's great. Good program. Real Don Steele in the afternoons on uh, on KTOX 1340 AM. Yeah, what station was he on when he was on? Oh. Or was he syndicated? He was syndicated, pretty much. Yeah. Well, and, uh, yeah. our competitor has knocked off all local talk shows. No, do we know this for a fact? I do. Okay. So you might as well keep it on this dial. <laughs> okay. And you can tune in Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. for the drive-by show. That would be uh, Michael Hagwood, Denise Hagwood, and myself. And I. And I. That would be me. Yes, myself and I. Me, myself, and them. Michael. Denise. And I. I being Frank. Yes, I being Frank. (laughs) So what do you guys talk about? National politics, right? Well, we get into some of that. We get into some local stuff. And we get, you know, naturally anybody calls in, takes the show in whatever direction they want. Oh, that's always been the policy here at KTLX. We don't even ask your name. No. And we don't screen the calls when we answer. Oh, I screen. When you hear. Right through, right through the front door screen. <laughs> you hear, hello, start talking. That's us. <laughs> There's no middleman here. There should be. Or a woman. There should be a middleman. Why? I don't know. Adds depth and variety. I'm kidding. No, because people think. The middleman is going to keep them from getting on the air. 855-586-9134. Got a, got a, a minute. Oh, less than 30 minutes. Yeah, never mind. We'll do that tomorrow. Anyway, coming up next, uh, we've got uh, Luca Zana is going to be on, talking about whatever Luca talks about. And uh, what, what else we got later tonight? I, you know, I forget. That's all right, though. But Monday through Friday, make sure you listen to Frank and Michael and everybody there for the 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock drive-by. 3 o'clock drive-by. Drive-by. It's a fast-moving hour. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Two hours goes real quick here. Sure does. It's gone, man. I mean, literally, it's gone. Well, like in 10 seconds or so, we'll be, boom, gone, out of here. Well, a little more than 10 seconds, maybe like 20 seconds. Next week, uh, well, we'll be back next week, of course. Frank, you're always invited. Doors always open. All right. Unless I say otherwise. No, I'm kidding. I never say otherwise. <laughs> and, I enjoy it. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's good. You know, Let's me get, finish get the things I didn't get to finish during the week. Well, of course, we've got to have open updates. Oh, I know it. Working open, on that for open, next week open, right now. Uh, open updates are, are a, a but. Anyway, it is the Rob Hansen Radio Program. We'll see you next week. KTUX 1340. Needles!